0: Welcome to Conservative Patriot Nation, new members and returning members. Tonight, we are bringing you another fantastic guest, Gene DeCold. It's an honor. It's a pleasure. And wow, I'm a little stoked. So if I stutter, guys, uh, (laughs) please bear with me. Before we start the show, I'd like to recognize a couple of our sponsors, MyPillow.com and Mike Lindell. If you go to MyPillow.com and type in promo code CPNN, you can get up to 66% off your purchase. And last but not least, I'd like to recognize the late, great Dr. Zelenko. The guy really left us some silver bullets to fight any bioweapon they're trying to throw our way. And if you go to zstack.com and use promo code CPN, you'll get up to 5% off your purchase. And now with further ado, I'd like to bring on Gene D called Gene. Man, it's a pleasure. How are you doing?
1: Oh, a bit tired. I got to bed at 4 a.m. I'm, I'm always so busy and so much stuff to take care of, but, um, got six and a half hours sleep. I got up at 10 30 for a meeting that didn't happen. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that's how it is. So <laughs> That's life. But, you know, we, we keep punching. Yeah, that's what we do as patriots. So we're not ones to throw in the towel. We are, uh, First responders, as a prayer warrior, beautiful prayer warrior, told me we don't give up. So <laughs> we're not going to give up. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I can. I can imagine. Um, how is it? Do you are you able to find any time to to get some rest and some sleep? I mean, because the demand that you have, you know, uh, you're just a, a wealth of knowledge, and I'm sure the demand is just off the charts. I mean, it's been a while since I was able to connect with you. And I know your schedule has just been off the charts, like I just said. How do you manage? I'm really curious. How do you manage with all this research you do, all the interviews, and, and you're so involved? Like, how do you find some time? It's kind of like Trump. Like, How do you guys find some time to rest? Well, like Trump,
1: I have a team. The, uh, not really. I have a team. I, I I look at it as God sent me people to help me. <laughs> you know, I call it that way. Right? uh bless for service team that helps. So you know they got in touch with you also to schedule this so certain people do certain things and then there's supervisors that do certain things we have a U.S. team a Europe team a Canada team etc and so supervisors and we have world supervisors and they do a lot of the decodes on my website genedecode.org uh, also and help do research and help give me information and then many many kind and wonderful people from all over the world send me information into my gmail So a lot of that I use in situation updates, and I have many platforms that I follow. Um, And I'm kind of used to a 30 or 32-hour day. Normally, I like to sleep. Like I said, I only got six and a half. That doesn't work too much for me. When I was younger in the military, you know, 12 years at sea, I got used to incredibly ruthless hours where I have done as much as 176 hours awake straight. Uh, because one of the uh, much of the equipment that I was responsible for on the submarine, the submarine had to have up and running to come up to periscope depth. And I was on an SSBN where I did that. And you have to come up at a routine scheduling of time to copy the transit because the transit has your launch codes and targets. And so you have to get constantly updated on the targeting. And so the gear that was absolute for coming up to periscope depth was offline. And I was the only one that had the knowledge of how to fix that gear. It's a very hard and complicated piece of gear. So at a certain point, you know, I was getting so exhausted, I literally can't stop uh, moving and I'm drinking literally pots of coffee. And so I have to keep shifting from foot to foot. I can't sit down or I'll fall asleep. And the captain kept coming in every few hours. How's it going? And i uh, checking. And he finally came in and he goes, Gene, how's it going? And I didn't look. And he tapped me on the shoulder, Gene. And I looked at him kind of blurry. <laughs> I'm sure. And he goes, how is it going? What? How are you doing, Gene? Huh? He goes, go to bed. You can't even know your own name at this point. You will fix nothing. You have been at this for days. I mean, I've been up and down and up and down, and you have not slept at all. I am giving you an order. Go to bed and go to sleep, and I will tell the entire ship to leave you alone. Don't wake you up, and I'm going to make sure there's no battle stations unless we have to you know no drills in other words so I went to bed got up in three hours the problem was solved in my mind when I was asleep went right in fixed in five minutes went down the captain's suite you know his stateroom, and locked and go it's up we can come up to periscope depth he goes go back to bed thank you <laughs> so I'm used to massive hours I normally like to do 20 or 22 up and 10 or 12 down depending on the season and winter I tend to do um 12 hour 10 to 12 hours of sleep more towards the 12 and more towards 22 up it kind of fits with the nature of who I am and how I have always been even as a young child I would stay up all night and then go and ride my bicycle up to a lake and take a canoe and paddle out and watch the sunrise and then go home and go back to bed (laughs) so I'm kind of used to a rough schedule and then of course. The martial arts I do, that I trained in, uh, several of my instructors, we would sometimes train for 18 hours straight. I mean, fighting and hand-to-hand combat, and all kinds of survival techniques and everything. My first instructor was the top Navy SEAL on Earth who ran the SARS school for the SEALs. And so he would train me in an incredibly long, and my second was even more so. He would literally, we'd run to the beach and do everything and train in the ocean and run back. And, you know, sometimes it went into the dark and, you know, I got so used at that time. It was after I retired. The second time I went back to Puerto Rico and trained with him, I got so used to uh, training like that. And I got used to never wearing shoes. I mean, I went barefoot all the time even when you know i worked construction at that time helping rebuild and refurbish homes and and do repairs and all of that and we were running back from the beach in the dark one time and he goes and the, to his house where you know, we trained in his carport on the concrete there and uh the ground was sparkling on the side of the road and he goes didn't know you're running on glass did you broken glass it was just completely broken glass on the side of the road as people throw it was near a bar they throw their beer bottles out and they just get pulverized now anything from dust to, to regular pieces I go no those doesn't seem to matter to you though I go yeah apparently not I didn't even know so you know it's just a matter of training yourself to a degree but you know i do get every once in a while where i can get caught up and do a good uh, as we call it diesel submarines and equalizer charge on the batteries so you get i go down for sleep for 10 or 12 hours the problem is is this planet is not on a 30 or 32 day cycle so if you're sleeping for 10 or 12 hours and you're up for 20 or 22 the time you're awake keeps shifting. <laughs> you know, on uh, some reason it was great because you don't know, you know, what time it is because lights are on, lights are off in different areas, sometimes all the time, sometimes uh, rig for red or rig for blue. Uh, so you can see your monitors or you're in birthing rig for red. So if you close your eyes, it looks dark. And when you're in a high level position and you have people working for you, it's better because that way you can check on all the different watch cycles and be there for different parts, different sections. So you can monitor people and see how they're standing and doing things. It worked really well. And the people that work for you don't know when you're up and they can't figure it out. So they have no idea when you're coming in the room in the, in the, in the watch compartment, you know, they're like, uh, geez up anytime, we don't know when. But you know, what, we, I also part of my duties on, an S, on the SSBN I was on was I was one of the two people in battle stations missile when you get come up to, you know, test it. You don't know if it's a test or it's real to launch the missiles that i would you know one guy i was on down in the the bottom area below the main deck and there was a guy on the top area and we would go from missile tube to missile tube with the keys and we'd go one two turn put the key in one two turn one two turn tube to tube to tube down one side down the port side back up the starboard side so um I go, yeah. Nothing wrong with. Nothing could possibly go wrong with this. I've I've been awake for thirty hours. I'm exhausted. Uh, turning the keys on a nuclear missile. What could go wrong? <laughs> I was like, now I see why accidents happen. Why we've lost a submarine or two. Maybe it's because you've got people exhausted. So. Yeah, I do my best, you know, that's what we do. And, you know, it helps to have the blessed for service
2: to help do all the things they do. Um, So that's what we do as Patriots, thank you.
0: No, you're welcome. Thank you for sharing. And as you were explaining, you know, it's it's like uh, the universe and our creator had you on a a life journey to serve the service and, Martial arts and to be walking barefooted, to be grounded with the earth, to where you're being prepared for exactly what you're doing right now. And uh, it's definitely a blessing to have someone like you giving us the information. And um, information is definitely key in the time that we're in right now, as many patriots are realizing we're in an informational war. You know, there's no bullets being flown in our world right now, well, not, I I gotta take it back, in our communities, (laughs) because I believe the white hat patriots are definitely um, surrounding our country and protecting us as we can see what's going on in the skies. Um, And also, you know, the uh, galactic uh, brothers and and relatives of ours. Um, So I definitely believe that uh, the creator had you being prepped for the moment that you're in right now there's one thing i would like to go into and i want to give a big shout out to journey to truth i, I really do love those guys I, I really tune into a lot of their interviews and recently i heard an interview with you on there and what really caught my attention was the time to- the the time travel the plan to save the world and you spoke of nikola tesla howard hughes and the trump brothers i believe it was howard hughes I was wondering if you can go into that, Gene.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'll speak to each of the things you mentioned. So you know that's why I mentioned the grounding, uh, walking barefoot grounds you, like you said, the grounding. We're going to be doing a decode on that on Healthside Chat on deep dives, grounding yourself on a daily basis. Right now, it's you know almost below zero outside and snowy, so I can't ground myself outside. But um, there are mats you can order, and we've got found out about that just recently, we've ordered them. You can also order them for your pets that ground you. And they've actually done studies of looking at the blood before and after grounding. So if you do 10 minutes of grounding a day, before you look at, you do that, if you look at your blood, especially if you got jab it's all clotty and you got all kinds of clots and issues and the blood cells may have spiky looking to them, spikiness, then you do the grounding especially if you sleep on a mat. The health, uh, uh, the health uh, ladies on Bless for Services, a couple of them work hand in hand really beautifully uh, together. Brought this to my attention and one of them's a nurse and she showed slides of this. And afterwards your blood's all nice and unclotted and in the platelet like round disc shape, like a discus. It looks really beautiful, so Grounding is so very important. And for our health, you know, unfortunately, I can't do it all day long, every day, like I did back then. And I've been attacked by non-terrestrials. So my health is not what it used to be. I've had several attacks in long hours and dislocated my shoulder. So I haven't been able to train for quite a while. It's slowly healing because again, I don't get all the grounding and I do the sun gazing as often as I can, but it's, you know, recently we are getting storms all the time. So there's not a lot of sun outside either. <laughs> I do what I can, what I get. Um, in regards to the war, yeah, they are definitely protecting us, but it is a war. So the deep state is now into blowing up situations, trains, trucks, factories, to create toxic waste. So, you know, like the train in Ohio. And if nothing speaks louder to who the president of the United States really is, who goes there, Biden or Trump? Trump goes to Ohio. Where's Biden, though? Ukraine. And If you want absolutely the worst possible optics on earth as the president, don't go when you have a disaster in your country to that part of your country. Go to another country you're supplying weapons and billions of dollars to. But in the meantime, you have to ask permission from the enemy. He has to ask Putin for permission to go to Ukraine. Don't bomb me while I'm in Kiev. Oh, yeah, we have t- Ukraine's winning and we have total control. And Patriot system worked really good that we sent them, didn't it? You have to ask permission and you have to take a train, <laughs> a train ride. And you're the president. What kind of baloney is that? Are we supposed to believe that's real? And even in the Russian media uh, on on the wires, it said the the actor is now in Kiev. <laughs> it's like the the Biden actor is now in. Uh, like they don't know, huh? So it's quite obvious what's really going on. This is the demilitarization, not of Russia, of you, not just of Ukraine though, of the entire West. Already Stoltenberg and. Several U.S. generals have said, we can't send anymore. We don't have stuff. Pull out the stuff out of the warehouses, like Stoltenberg said, that doesn't work. (laughs) Send them the garbage. And like a lady I just watched who's Ukrainian, in Ukraine, there's protests now. You're sending, you need to get on your knees and repent. She sent it to Zelensky, I won't play it. She's very angry and a lot of bad words. But I would be too if my children were all gone.
2: And I mean all of
1: them because they're now scripting down to 16 years old and sending after a five-week training course to the front lines. And I mean both men and women. It is literally a, a genocide and a crime against humanity that they're using their puppet Zelensky to do. So this is what the deep state does. They don't care about the people. They just launder billions of dollars through there. And it's literally like Georgia was 1984. The peace fund for the EU is going to be used to buy more ammo. So war is peace. And they're going to sit there talking sanctions to further censor all of the Russian news and all of the Russian information and their side of the story. And rewrite, they've even said, the Prime Minister of Estonia has said that they need to change and rewrite Russian history. Yeah, George Owell's 1984, rewrite history so that it... Reflects what you want because the problem is not Putin, they're it's actually the Russian people themselves. You have to change the, everything they understand and know for their history and rewrite their history and take their country apart. Um, yeah, so who's hegemony here? Who's the world dictators? Who's the ones like Putin in his State of the Union address just said? What about Palestine and Libya and Iraq and on and on and on? that we go in and we just blow or give weapons to somebody to blow places to pieces and kill people. Thousands and thousands and thousands, on and on for decades. So that's the nature of war we're in. The Patriots and the, the White Hats are doing the absolute best and there's a massive amount of help we have, but it takes time. We cannot rush this or they'll do horrific things. They have things they can still do. They have operators all over the world, all these explosions, the thing, the earthquake in Turkey. And there's a person, a, a governmental person in Turkey who's told the truth. It's a deep state weapon against us to create that earthquake. And you can see the weird purpley, orange, red cloud. It was on the news in Turkey. And big, huge energy coming out of the sky into that area where the earthquake hit. Obvious harp. Um, combined with local technologies to create that earthquake. So you're not killing tens of thousands. Is that right? Um, Let's judge them by what they do rather than what they say. So yeah, both sides say one thing, but what's really happening? Go look at the truth for decades, even go back to the Native Americans and how did they keep their treaties then? The same group coming to this continent and they keep, what did they say about Minsk? One and mince two, and they want to mince three. Russia has a choice. That's a choice. That's not a choice. What did they do with one and two? What they said they did. Give it time to build up Ukraine. So that's total travesty. Then on a journey to truth, guys. Man, one of the best interviews, a kindest, wonderful, most truthful, honest, um, high quality, high morality truth. I'm so honored that they allowed me to go on because I. I'm not a person that I can allow and send my DD214s. Dr. Solomon had to interview me and give him have me give him my DD214s. I'm physically capable, but I can't do that because that's the ultimate docs. You got every single thing there is about me. So security number, every place I've ever lived, where I live now. I mean, I, that's incredibly. So I'm honored that they allow me to come on just by who I am for the last three years on the websites I've been on and the places I've been and where I speak. And so those guys and the information on that and the questions they asked have never been asked to me before. So I got to go, honored to go into information that I haven't said before. And so in that, we talked about uh, the Trump brothers and Tesla and time travel and Howard Hughes. And the plan to save the, the world via time travel, that's a decode that's up on our website, the genedecode.org, was done by um, one of the Bless for service coordinators, uh, um, an incredible decode. I mean, a ton of the information, it's incredible. And in that, um, Tesla actually had a mentor and that's in that uh, decode that kind of dwarfed his mind. He actually said that this man was such a genius that his information should be locked away for a thousand years until the human race is ready. And so his name is Russell, Walter Russell, I believe, if I remember right. And so he's an incredible genius. He has a totally new cosmology. He understood time travel completely. He understood how elements actually are. they are what they are due to their angular displacement of vibration. And he could take an element, put it in a tube and change those two parameters and it would just be a different element, didn't transmute, it just was now another element. So he understand that the matrix we're in and how to alter the frequency and vibration. Like Tussle said, if you understand, you want to understand everything, understand and learn and completely understand frequency and vibration. And so that's the truth of it. And so the Trump brothers and Tesla and also Von de Graff came together because Howard Hughes, you know, a young billionaire, quite good looking, uh, tons of Hollywood
2: starlets. um, At first I really, you know, Gregarious, outgoing, uh,
1: like to be out in public, all kinds of things. And then he got a billion, became a bit, one of the first billionaires. And he started, you know, was very into all this technology. And he started bidding for contracts for military industrial. And he always would outbid, you know, under underbid everybody else with a superior product but he never got a contract. And he's like, why can't I get a contract? So he had these beautiful starlets. He trained them in how to be honeypots. And so one of them after a year, I think it was almost two years, she got very close into a CEO of one of these companies that constantly got way above human cost with often products that were pathetic. Um, would always get the contract. She brought back a, a little spy recording, one of the miniature cameras they had back then, just a regular miniature camera. And she had a recording of a satanic sacrifice that this guy took her to because he's thinking they're going to get married. He's in love with her, all of this. And so Howard Hughes learned about this deep state and the satanic cabal. And in that, he decided that it he needed to do something to make it – she informed him that Howard Hughes, this lady, informed him all of what their plans were, because this guy, you know, a guy that's had great sex and a great meal, and this has been going on for two years with a beautiful, beautiful Hollywood starlet. You dump your, you spill the beans, as we say, loose lips, sink ships, and he spelled it on to her, and she spelled it out to
2: Howard Hughes, and Howard Hughes is like, need to stop this. So he met with Tesla and Van de and
1: the Trump brothers, and they came up with what was called the plan to save the world, which is just a three-inch binder at that time, a three-ring, three-inch binder. And it's now grown to where it's in massive supercomputer, quantum computers, seven of them total, that are doing various things, AI supercomputers. So we're in essentially an AI war. And then there are beings now that are helping the Alliance as well that are beyond the computer's capacities, those quantum computers, their intellect is so vast. It's kind of like in the Green Lantern where the intellect of those beings is so vast that they can out think and out store the memory potential because they're at a very high density and level of integration. And so that plan to save the world via time travel, and it's been a time where the cabal has been using time travel to go back and eliminate people in the past to change the timeline to create their new world order, all of this stuff for a very, very, very long time. And so in that, that's now where we're at, where the alliance has done the same thing with respect to God, because at one point, for example, um, the cabal got Hillary in and you know many people know that I have a memory when timelines change like what they call the Mandela effect many people remember it um God changed the timeline on this one in 2016 when Hillary got in within two weeks there was global nuclear war and I knew that was coming all my life I'd been shown that and had brains that God showed me all my life and so in 2012 I told my wife you know Let's get a beautiful, big, huge home and travel the world and get a new Jeep and do all this stuff. And she goes, How do we afford that? Loans, let, let the credit cards roll. I don't care because we've got four years left. So we did all that. I was sitting in our huge, multi million dollar home overlooking the city up on the edge of the Front Range. And I watched the blast go out. I go, There it goes. That's it. And I went out all over the earth and all of a sudden I was sitting in an apartment I sat bolt upright in the year 2008. I didn't know that at first. I'm like, what in the heck? Guy goes, they never showed in a movie or a cartoon or a comic book or anything else. They're actually going to nuke the entire planet and kill all life on the surface of the earth. You have to literally, they have to show, like David Wilcock has said many times, there seems to be some kind of cosmic law. Yes, there is. You have to go to God's court and petition by showing what you're going to do. And if the other side doesn't show up for their day in court, your day in court, then you do it. You can do it. And so that's what they do. They've shown like the Netflix series Jericho. They're going to new parts of the U.S., for example, or create limited nuclear war, but not utterly waste everything. And so God reset the timeline. And I, when I sat up on the couch in 2008, I'm like, what the heck just happened? The guy goes, not allowed <laughs> reset it. So when you know, I saw, you know, back up to, to you know, coming up to Hillary. And, uh, and then she collapsed outside the van. I go, well, she died because she had uh, later stages of Kuru. And so then they, of course, whisked her off to Chelsea's place. And they had a child in a cage and they got the adrenochrome stuff that bring her back in the blood and all that she had to wear a backpack to pump out the necrotic fluid uh, and a boot on her foot uh to inject the fresh blood with the renochrome in it to keep her going as a kind of walking dead thing so you know it's an insane movie we're in you know B movie but we see with biden going to ukraine i mean come on Talk about the worst optics you could possibly do. Send Kamala and go to Ohio. That would Then you could viably say, I can't go to meet you, Zelensky, and I can't go to Poland to do this meeting for the anniversary of the invasion because we have this huge situation in my country. That's the right thing to do if you're truly the president. So who goes? Trump knows that's truly, you know know what I'm going to say. So I'll let it go from there. Thank you for letting me ramble
0: for a while. No, I absolutely agree 100%. Um, And and how I look at, and I was telling uh, several patriots in the chat on the channel, you know, it's the ultimate best deprogramming because there's so many people that they come on the chat and they're like, you know, I can't wake up. This person or that family member, and I'm like, listen, the ones that we're supposed to wake up are gonna listen to us and have that, ooh, wow, and they're gonna have that activation of an awakening. There's others where there's deprogramming that's going on if you just look around. So those people that can't stand Trump and oh, this guy is a fascist, he's a communist, he's Hitler. Now they're looking at like, wait a minute, this guy's in Ukraine and they got some deadly air and polluted water. Wow. Maybe Trump is not that bad after all. So where I look at that as the deprogramming factor is they're kind of using their system and the other side is just making really ridiculous, stupid moves. You know, they have oh, the whole world, they just love Ukraine. Americans are waving their flags, but. When it comes to American disasters, Americans, we stand by one another. And I I think that was a very bad move. But going back to what you're saying and how they show us things before they do it, I absolutely agree. Like, you know, many people have been talking about this movie, White Noise, which I haven't had a chance to watch. But then they said they were finding actors in Ohio to play in this movie. And then it was around, I want to say in the middle 90s, I remember I was watching a documentary on television and they were talking about world, like if there was a world nuclear um, fight and they were showing how they had bunkers in every country. And these are probably the domes and I'm watching it. I'm like, Oh my God. But then I I forgot how many, uh, what was the capacity? And I'm like, damn, not all of us are going to be able to fit in there. This is probably for the elites. And it's like, they were showing us these deep underground bases and transitioning to that. I, I totally agree. They're showing us before, and we just don't catch it. Just like back in the future, uh, it was called the Twin uh, Pine Trees or whatever. They were showing the Twin Towers in that movie. It, it's like crazy when you, you go back to the past and you start looking at this stuff, you're like, wow, wow. What if I would have just noticed that? But um, I think th- this is the time where God's awakening his people for us to start seeing those things. And I tell you, there's so many researchers out there to where it's like, some of their brains, I'm just like, wow, I'm just thankful that God has put them in my area. And I'm sure you got a lot of them surrounding you as well. But one thing I did want to go into, um, Gene, and I'm sorry for ranting on, um, what percentage of the domes have been cleaned out and besides the miraculous acts of saving human lives, are there any technologies, minerals, and earth elements that have been secured from evil? And one other thing I'd like to ask, is is Q a a female?
2: What was your last, what, what? very last thing you said?
0: Uh, Is Q a female?
1: Oh, okay, gotcha, so. Um, so fart start start. It, yeah, bro. Not enough sleep. My tongue's tied. Sorry. Uh, no gas here. But um, crisis actors, there's the you know, what happened at um, the towers and the people there and the people in Ohio and the people even in Texas in these um, big, huge staged events. They have what are called crisis actors. They even have schools for them and they're paid and they're moved to this person and given a new, okay, you'll play this person. They actually do this baloney. And then they put it on the mainstream media to create fear and panic and control the narrative. And so this is the ridiculousness, just like with um, the Simpsons also had a thing on the towers. And there was a, I think it was a rap group, the cover of their album for their CD had that too. And then also, as you said, in Back to the Future, they had the Twin Pines, I think was the name of the shopping mall that he was at. And uh, the timer for the car showed that briefly and stopped for a moment so you could kind of highlight it. So there's a lot of, of pre-shows on this, what I call a pre-show or a, a, uh, in Tavistock Institute, they call it long-range precondition. It's Tavistock Institute that develops all of this. And so the Netflix, there was several different Netflix series that have showed a train wreck in Ohio, on the border of Ohio and Pennsylvania and Palestine. Same exact place, actually. A truck just happens to be on the track. and, And then we have all these factories all over, even now in Israel. I mean, come on. All at the same time. It's like the balloon stuff balloons all over, even in Ukraine. Congratulations. You brought down a $12,000 broom using an $85 million plane and a million dollar missile. Congratulations. Really economically minded there. I mean, come on, you could just use a mortar. (laughs) It's not that a little bit of a, a drone or something, something a few thousand dollars could have brought that thing down. It's not hard let alone your space particle beams and go, we brought it down, just tell them we brought it down. You don't have to say how, and then they show this flaming thing in Canada falling. Oh, this is the UFO. Yeah, the UFO, in other words, a balloon. (laughs) And China is saying the same thing. And this is all how they do, control the narrative. They have spy satellites that monitor every square inch of the ground. If you're sitting in a, you know, out, out reading a book, they could read the book with you, even if it's cloudy. (laughs) <laughs> and it's nighttime. <laughs> they can still read the book with you. So um, the, uh, the elements the, in the dumps, they are getting elements removed. Um, I used to do percentages at what's cleared. And i need, um trying to get the time to work up a new series of dumb decodes because the number of dumps has gone to the level. I mean, the, what I said for the U.S. and Canada is fairly accurate. I didn't get finished with, on Kirsten W., I was doing Europe, and then she interrupted me. I never got finished doing it, which is actually a good thing, because the number that's in Europe, they go back ancient times. You've got dumps under India and Indus Valley and tunnels that go all the way to the inside of the Earth, to the Hollow Earth inside, so the Garthans and the Talans and the Shambalans and other groups that are in there. There's twelve continents inside the Earth, are helping come up from the inside. They realize they have to get involved with surface matters other than reseed civilization. After we destroy ourselves yet again, our God has to re- destroy us because we got too insanely evil. So they are clearing it out, but now the it's like the map I showed on a situation update for the tunnels in Ukraine. There's one that goes in Maglev that goes straight from Odessa to Kiev for trafficking. You know what, human beings. So um, and then they go to Geneva and straight. I mean, straight. And there's tunnels everywhere. Bakhmut is a massive series of salt mine tunnels. So why it's taking so long? And they're you know being careful, that's the nature of the Russian military to try to focus primarily on military targets and not take out civilian structure. But you've got creatures involved because Bakhmut and Ukraine in the, in the Carpathians is the place that this group first came to earth. So you've got this long-term situation that's so massive now to do percentages. I can't wrap my head around how much tunnels, dumps, if you want to call them that, underground cities that are ancient. Like I've been in one in Turkey that was in Cappadocia that goes layers and layers and layers down. And these things are ancient. So they've been digging. There's some under Lake Van in Turkey that um, I remember you'd stick a stick up because it was a rain of fire It was the last pass through the photonic belt that in that time you'd stick a stick up to see if the surface of the earth was still on fire because they went under Lake Van you know best place to be under a lake if the world's catching on fire from the from the fireballs falling from the skies go through the photon belt so um, these tunnels and dumps and cities are so many now. I don't know how anyone could wrap their head and go, what percentage, you know, but there's a lot of it's like in the movie The Core, which is, of course, there's not, not solid inside like that, but they do have massive tunnels and caves of crystals like that, literally massive geodes that have incredibly huge diamonds, for example, just like in that movie diamonds that are the size of the towers like that. So there's tons of diamonds and all kinds of other elements as well. Um, For Q, no, Q's a male.
2: (laughs) I can can verify that for you. Thank you for that.
0: And you know, in that interview with uh, the journey to truth, it was kind of, I I thought I heard you correctly. It was kind of, the volume was a little meshy, but um, when you guys are talking about Q and you said, well, if you can uh, figure out the um, what was it? The sound or whatever in German, you can figure out probably who's Q. That's correct. Awesome. Thank you for that. Because <laughs> I definitely would like to do a little bit of research. Um, so, you know, not fo- a lot of words
1: begin to Q. So, in German, figure out what words begin in Q that might be extremely high level, like Q
0: is, of course. Go ahead. Definitely. <clears throat> when following the three <clears throat> corners of ex- establishment, the Queen, the Pope, and Washington, D.C. Do you agree that the Queen sat at the tip of the Pope now that two of the three have been collapsed? In your opinion, will the structure fall and crumble?
2: Yeah, I actually think all three are collapsed. All three city-states are done.
1: You now, I did a decode on this way back three years ago, before my dumb decode, went to England and went into Westminster Abbey and signed a big, huge book. That book, if you can enlarge it, zoom it in, do all that techie stuff, is the ledger book for the Virginia Corporation, or the Crown, it's called, the Crown Corporation, that owns... The US Incorporated and owns all of the British Empire's colonies, Incorporated 54. And then that's why they have, you know, they like to do things in symbols. They love their symbols, like a deck of cards, 54 cards, including the two jokers, the
2: US and England. And so uh, they play jokes on you. I'm not laughing. The um, Crown Corporation is under the alliance. DC, Biden really is in charge. you got to get permission from Putin. What are you in charge of? You don't go to Ohio. And there are, you know, in the US, not just in Ukraine
1: or Germany, there are large demonstrations taking place in the thousands of people saying, stop sending aid to Ukraine. Or stop bringing, you know, sending our children to the front line in Ukraine. Or, you know, Zelensky, get on your knees and repent in Ukraine or in Germany. Stop sending anything. And it'll, I am seeing, you know, I'm envisioning that the German people will wake up and get pride in their country, like the American people will wake up and get pride in their country and demand a change of government to people that they voted in stop this fraud and come to the truth like the Bronson brothers case and now back in the docket <clears throat> that we see all of this investigated and who really got voted in voted in and get rid of the German people get rid of Olaf Schultz is obviously a spineless cabal tool I mean it's like Graham Nixon on his podcast said if you were on a beach and you saw that little wiggly jelly like thing of a, of a of a jellyfish. Olaf Schultz has less spine and, and constitution than that. I mean, no, we're not going to send tanks. Yes, we are. We're going to send hundreds. And you send, what, tens of them? And the, by the way, those are not Tiger Twos. Those are Tiger Ones that you dug out of the warehouse and you have to make them so they can actually work to some degree. Enough you could actually drive them. <laughs> you can make them one. I mean, A death trap is what you're sending. That's all it is. So we're watching this very poor, disgusting B-movie with a lot of death and dying and a lot of non-terrestrial activity and all kinds of really weird, mixed-up movie. And so in the meantime, we need, as the people of the world, to get pride in our country and our heritage and our culture and our various religions, respect each other, and be kind to each other and loving to each other. Otherwise you give the inroad they used to get in here in the first place. If you're gonna attack each other and you're gonna say it's all the Jews, for example, the Jews are the worst put on by the Scezarian Mafia. When they came into the Carpathians and into Bakhmut and they went into the Jewish people because the czars forced them to take a religion because they were taking children and sacrificing the Baal and Mollet, I mean, which are actually, Baal is a term, it's not actually a name, "Molex" the name? Baal is actually a term like king, queen, premier, et <clears throat> But they, czars told them, and so they took Jewish, and then they got the book of Solomon and put all kinds of black magic into it, so the, it took over the leadership of the Jewish people all over the world. Uh, every time they're in a place because they're doing all this black magic and sacrifice, they get kicked out because of them. They have to They get thrown out of here. They get thrown out of there. They get persecuted. They get genocide on them. And it's that, you know, I have personal friends of mine that are Jewish, Messianic Jewish, as is um, a really beautiful woman that did the best interview of Donald Trump, Roseanne Barr that I've had some contact with her because of Kirsten. And she's doing miracles and told the truth about the MK Ultra stuff too. And so to point a finger and say it's all the Jewish people and they're responsible for everything. Or it's this, that's what they want us to do, to divide us by religion. The original Quran and the original books of the Jewish people and the original before they pilfered and had Muhammad rewrite this one and, you know, pilfered and messed up the Jewish books and all of this stuff. The Torah and, the, you know, all of these books, all these sacred books of the original 777 sacred books on earth. We need to stop looking at each other and pointing fingers and going at you. We need to look within and look that God is within you and find the God within you to be more kind, more considerate, more respectful, more loving, forgive yourself and forgive them. And know they're created by God like you too. And see the God in them. And stop judging them because that's actually the worst there is. We don't judge people. We judge what they do. I'm not judging Biden or the Rockefellers or the Rothschilds. I'm just saying, stop doing what you're doing or leave. Go somewhere else, or God, you know, we have to, we'll send you somewhere else and like God sort it out like Trump did for no name. May God have mercy on your soul, because it's not our job. And he can judge you, but we gotta make you stop doing if we know for sure. It's like there was a really good, excellent comedian. He said, you know, um in Texas they're putting an express line in for the death penalty. Prison overcrowding not a problem. Five people saw you rape a child. You're the head of the line. You're going straight to the chair. You have five witnesses and we have millions of witnesses to what these people have done and death and dying for what they've done. And we know, we know we've got the patents. We've got whose names are on the patents. They even gloat about it. They even say, yeah, I did that. Yeah." And we've got them recorded saying, "Oh, mass work." And ten years ago, they don't work. And natural immunity is the best thing. And then no, a jab's the best thing. They're lying. And we have them. Oh, I, you know, I was in the, you. You know, I mean, Joe, he was in Ukraine, and he's there, and he said, "You're not getting the billion dollars in the Council on Foreign Relations." And as, you know, uh, they yeah, they go, "You can't do that. Watch me." I'll pick up the phone. You're not getting it. You have to have you either get rid of this prosecutor or you don't get the money and you better decide because I'm leaving in a my watch, you know, and he's laughing about it. The Council on Foreign Relations. We got that. OK, we know what you're doing. So at a certain point for those we know for sure. Yeah, we don't judge them. we just in them because we cannot allow you to kill more innocents and do all this we judge what you do not who you are i don't judge anybody i just say stop doing what you're doing and i'll stand up for the truth as best i can and do the best i can to get the truth for those that are in the position of authority to do this this the tribunals and the sentencing and for that stuff to get done but as far as other truthers i don't care who it is i don't care if it's any of the platforms i've been on any of the people doing the platforms, any of the people going to the platforms being interviewed. I'm not going to speak who's good, who's bad. I have people I follow that I like. They have really good information and I use a lot of for situations updates like the Durands, um, redacted, uh, Duran, the Durand channel is Alex McCarris, Alexander McCarris, Alex McCarris, and Alex guy in, usually in Greece or in Cypriot. Uh, Cyprus, and so, and then also Brian Keats of the New Atlas and others. You know, so if you have somebody that you don't like, or you don't like the way I laugh, and you don't like the way I talk, yeah, I've heard it, and we don't resonate with everybody. Each and every one of us is made unique by God. Respect that, honor that, and if it, you don't like how it sounds and you don't like how it is, go somewhere else. Stop sending stuff to people. I don't like how you do this, and I and I get lots of people who love what I do and love, And if you have something good to say, say it, please. And if you don't have something good to say, you're a troll. I want you to look in the mirror and go, this is my life. I get done and I've made people miserable on purpose. That was my job. I went and purposely got disgusting and nasty to people and said vulgar and disgusting and blasphemous things. This is your legacy you leave behind. Really? How do you look in the mirror and go to sleep at bed at night then? That's what I have. So I say, you know, do the best you can do. Be kind, considerate and loving with each other. You know, that's why I prefer to try to go on people that I haven't been on so much so that I can help. Like you, conservative Patriot and a Patriot Mike um, and all the people that I can, you know, the big, huge channels that I've been on. I try and not going there so much. They have tons and tons of people on there that are doing great work. And so I want to get everybody out there that has their podcast to get their information out. We're all unique. And all of us that are trying to do the right thing, like you, Patriot Mike, and everybody else, I want to support that and help each other and stop cutting each other's legs out and be more like our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be kind, considerate, respectful, and see the God in others, that they are created by God, too. And God's within each and every one of us to see the the Father in everybody and stop doing the stuff that is giving evil an inroad.
2: If you're going to take that paycheck for doing this crisis acting, think about the overall what you leave behind in the world and find something honorable to do instead,
1: because there's tons of good things you could do. Everybody can. We're all gifted by God in unique and beautiful ways. Thank you so much, Patriot Mike.
0: No, and you just like touched on some very powerful, powerful things, you know, because I I think there has been a campaign with the dark side and the Black Cats sending infiltrators amongst the patriots to create that conflict and confusion when everybody's really on a quest of trying to provide information and have been activated by the creator to get involved for there be an outlet for his people to receive information. And um, you touched on some really key things. One thing when I'm in my group and and I hear people that, oh man, I can't stand blah, 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 or I hate, or I would kill her for, and I'm like, listen, <laughs> you can do what you want, but you know, my mom always taught me, and I'm thankful for my mother for teaching me this when, ever since I was little, is never hate nobody. And she says, always forgive. Doesn't mean you have to like what they've done, never hate and always forgive. When me and my brother would get into like really bad fights as kids and even as an adults, I tell you, we either he would call me up the next morning, and be like, man, you know, I, I'm sorry. I apologize, blah, blah, blah. Or I would call him up and say the same thing. Like we can get into a really bad fight and the next day we can, we can apologize and forgive each other. You know, that's one thing that my mom installed. And, and I try to tell people, you know, you can't hate these people because a lot of these people were subject of being forced into an environment that they didn't have a clue on what was to come once they got into these political arenas and other arenas which i mean i'm not trying to say do not dislike what they've done but as growth and development you have to to forgive be able to forgive them and let god do his job because we we aren't god and he says that you know we shall not judge these people um so i really i really want to really thank you for some of the things that you touched because there's there's some in that message that I needed to hear, you know, we all need to grow as, as people. And, um, I do recognize the infiltration that these dark sides are setting people to just confuse us and distract us. Um, and I know you, you're, you're kind of tired. So, I mean, I got two more questions. I don't know how you're looking for time or if you're, you know, you're I, I really don't want to keep you going because I do know that you you're pounding stuff out a lot. But I do have two more things.
2: Yeah, I'm actually fine. I'm in my second win, and I'm drinking my my yerba mate tea. I don't drink regular tea; it
1: absorbs fluoride and it calcifies your pineal. But you know, I wanted to thank you for that um, quote from your mother. That is profound. And I'm going to take that to heart. Never hate, always forgive. That's our Lord and Savior forgave all of us. So all of those that I've transgressed against, that I got upset with, or I have negative feelings, very powerful negative feelings that are hurting me, I'll forgive them. You may not be able to go to their face and say, I forgive you, or I let you go, because they'll just attack you again, or say more bad stuff about you, and it won't help the world overall. But in my heart, I forgive them all and I move on. For those I can't communicate with that I've got upset or they're just doing what they do, like there are Rothschilds, that they actually take their children and start altering them in the womb. And they start mind control in the womb. So they don't have, like you said, a lot of choice. And I do know personally a, a group now of Draco, Alpha Draco, that have come to the cross and repented and they saw the the beauty of what they once were in a decode I did on um, Alpha Draco and various reptilian groups I'm doing. um, They saw the drawings that my wife made of how resplendent they were. And they remote viewed it, saw that before their queen, Enlil, took the oath to Sophia, the AI queen, before she her demise. They were resplendent. And so they went to the cross, and I met the first two that started the movement, and it's now a fifth column completely. And so, anybody, anybody, we can forgive them. If we can come to the cross, so can they and repent. And we all make mistakes, other than if we're in corporeal form, other than one person, Christ, Jesus Christ. So, through that gift, we can always never hate, always forgive. We may have hard feelings and hurt, but we need to never hate and always forgive. I'm going to use those words
2: forever. Thank you so much, Patriot Mike. That is extremely profound. I appreciate you sharing that with me. No,
0: no problem. Um, As a kid, I'm just like, I mean, I, as a kid, I'm just like, well, you know, It's you're supposed to like hate somebody or whatever. But my mom was very repetitive and she was always reminding me. And as I started to develop as a young man, it just stuck to me, you know, and um, it's a trait that I I really inherited. And what it does, it, it takes away negative frequency out of your mind. Your heart, your spirit, and your soul. And and it keeps you calm because, you know, when people get triggered from someone and they have that built up aggression and anger, it's lowering the frequency. And as I've had this awakening to start discovering frequency, vibration, and energy, I start really understanding my inner powers that I knew I had since I was a kid. And I'm still discovering things. And the little things that my mom, you know, passed on, it's, it's really powerful, really. Um, You don't have to associate with those people, you don't have to become best buddies. But if you just forgive, um, you're able to move on without any negative attachments from those people trying to project the negative energy. And um, it's really a pleasure that, and an honor to have this opportunity to interview you. And I'm I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. One thing I really wanted to bring you on, as you know, my I have part Sicilian with my Sicilian heritage is there was an e- interview you did, uh, a buddy of mine, he sent me an interview. He's like, oh, you got to check this out. And it was with t- Tiano, I believe his name is. And you were t- talking about um the british moors so i was wondering can you help the listeners that will be listening to this understand the history behind the british moors and the queen i believe you said she was a queen in new england and then one other last question i'd like to bring up too if you know do you know what's in lake michigan um i'm from originally from milwaukee i don't live there no more but I watched a special that they have a Bermuda Triangle in Lake Michigan where a lot of ships have went down. And I watched two other individuals. They said that the Great Lakes in Lake Michigan is one of the biggest underground water systems that goes to like another Navy base in Michigan to the one in Chicago, and it goes all the way out to Haiti. And as you were talking about the fire bombs that were coming down, struck my memory again. I have an admin that was doing some, or he has a friend that was telling him about the, in Pestigo, Wisconsin, the same day that the Chicago fires were going on, which was man-made in Peshtigo, Wisconsin, fire was falling from the heavens. And then we have that pyramid that I sent you, that link in uh, Rock Lake. So I was just curious if you knew if there was anything in Lake Michigan and if you can touch on the, the British Moors and that Queen that was in New England. And um, I appreciate you, Gene. And I'm glad that I was able to provide you with something. And I definitely took a lot of what you said. And I, I definitely needed to hear it. And I appreciate it.
2: Yeah. So, now um, what you, know, is, you know, again, you're, I mean, it's so
1: in my mind, so profound. Um, never hate, always forgive, and um, one of my, I love musicals, I mean, I used to go sit, when I was very young, my parents would take me to the city park, and they had every night a performance in the Saturday of every weekend in the summer of a musical live on stage, and I'd climb a tree, because I'm a young kid, you know, <laughs> and I'd look, have a front row seat, and look down on the stage, and watch this, and I, South Pacific was always my favorite, and in that, the uh,
2: lieutenant who fell in love with a girl from Bali High, who was, you know not white, uh, kind of uh, Polynesian, and
1: he was having trouble dealing, And he sang a song that is, "We have to be carefully taught to hate, and that's what they do. They literally give us their mind. And they carefully teach us who to hate. It's like Bob Dylan's song. You know, we used to hate the Germans and now we're friends. Yeah, now we threw them under the bus, right? We destroyed their pipeline. But that's not really the American people. Like Putin stated in his speech that they actually don't care about us either. So we're carefully taught who to hate. And now we hate the Russians. He said, I've been trained to hate the Russians all through my life. But if we go to war, then later we'll be friends again. So the Moors is a very, on that, on that topic of the Moors, that's a very interesting um, study. Um, it goes to something that, you no, know, as far as I know, I don't know anybody else that knows this, where the Moors came from, who are they? So one of the worldwide empires there or white civilizations, whatever you want to call it. In this case, it originally was a horrific empire, And it was called um, Polaria before Atlantis and Lemuria and Uyghur and Hyperborea was Polaria. And Polaria was the white Caucasian people were enslaved by the black people, the blue blacks. There's different types of blacks, blue blacks, white blacks, red blacks. You know, so there's the blue blacks, uh, they were called the Varkas kings, and they enslaved the whites beyond comprehension. So it's this pendulum that's going back and forth to balance it out to white, black and, and other groups. And So the Moors were the prelude of, in that empire before the cabal, the Varkas kings were blue black cabal. Chiefs stayed in, they took over that empire and made it ruthless, like what happened with the Roman Empire, and they always do this, and what happened with Atlantis, too, why it was destroyed in the day, so the Moors are the good part that fled, because they couldn't tolerate, like what's happening in Ukraine, they couldn't tolerate, like with Zelensky, people can't tolerate it, so they've left, they left Polaria, and so they went all over the world. They went down into Africa primarily, and going through Andalusia and through Spain, and then into Africa, and into Egypt, and for many, many, many of the early dynasties they don't tell you about are more pharaohs. So if you go back, they don't want to tell you about it, because a lot of them were really wonderful rulers that rule loving the people and respecting the people and taking care of the people and vast technology, vast free energy all over the earth. The pharaohs during that time were coming to this part of the world. They knew about the world. They sailed the oceans of the world, all of it, all around the world into Antarctica, which at that time did not have ice. Go look at the Perry Reese
2: map. It's the remnants of two continents, Lemuria and Atlantis. And so the Lemurian part, of course, came down from the Pacific and the Atlantis part
1: came down, of course, from the Atlantic. And so they went up into the Grand Canyon and up into the Baja of California and that into the Solomon Sea, which went all the way up to Mount Shasta at that time. There's still surf shops, in in that area up near Barstow and that, because that used and there's Missouri River boats buried in sand up there. That used to be a sea, and so that is now not a sea because we're in a time of global cooling. <laughs> Surprise, more ice, so you don't have as much water, so the ocean levels are dropping. Surprised they lied to you again. So the Solomon Sea is gone mostly. And all you've got left is the Gulf of California that's solid rock. There's no delta down there. The Colorado River Valley of the Grand Canyon was cut in three days when Venus went by the Earth by an equalizing arc of electricity that first hit a single strike outside Flagstaff. If you look at it from space, it looks like electric arcing done on copper, for example, or on any metal or any hard surface surface where you get an electric arc, you ground one, and you have another one with a higher potential, and it'll go to ground when it's the distance in between is not enough resistance, it'll equalize. And that was equalization, and it vaporized all of that rock. And so you have, because of that, global cooling, all that dust and all of that stuff, we're slowly getting it snowed and rained down and getting less and less and less. And it's starting to warm up and the Sahara's getting more green and forests in Pennsylvania and things are getting bigger again. And, you know, trees are starting to get bigger again and all of that. And then they went all the way up and they you know, we're just finishing up. We're going to read in very shortly this week, the Grand Canyon decode with Mayan pyramids and Egyptian pyramids and all kinds of things going back even to the red haired giants in the Grand Canyon, the Anunnaki. So there's been a lot of cultures that built pyramids all over the U.S. And So the Mississippian culture, that was a descendant of the Moors, when they came here, built vast pyramids, not just Teotihuacan. The Aztecs found it and they said they didn't know who built it. It's the Moors. They built vast pyramids like Teotihuacan, all the way up through the continent, even into Canada. So under the Great Lakes, there are pyramids like Teotihuacan. And under lakes in Wisconsin, Rock Lake in Wisconsin, there's pyramids and structures like Teotihuacan Complex. And so there's vast, vast networks of pyramids for free energy and stargates and all kinds of things what they were used for when it was a worldwide empire before the Marcus King's Cabal, deep state, Khazarian group took over. And so they had this vast empire. And now they call them the mound builders. Those are not mounds, those are buried pyramids, what's left of them. They tore most of them down. When the Europeans came over here and traded diseased blankets for land, like Buffy St. Marie, blankets for land's a bargain indeed. And they were from dying soldiers that had smallpox. And they wiped out the Native Americans so they could take their land. And they destroyed
2: all those pyramids. Chicago was a massive pyramid and massive city. And a
1: series of pyramids just like Giza and the Giza Plateau. People think Giza is three pyramids. Now, there's several more besides the main three right there. There's what are called ziggurats or the stepped pyramids. like. Teotihuacan, where the fiber portion is still there, but it's used and represented in a more gradual slope than in Egypt. But if you look all the way down the Nile, the pyramids are not laid out on the constellation of Orion. They're laid out on the constellation of Leo. That's why you had a giant lion there before the pyramid that you stood on its hindquarters and you look between its ears on the solstice and you would see the sunrise right even between its ears over its nose. And then the pharaoh came along and carved it into his head with his ego. And so that used to be a lion. And all of the pyramids were built on the constellation along the Nile, laid out on the stars of the constellation Leo, as is the Mississippi. Because who built them? Same people. So they did the same thing. That's their blueprint. That's their way they do things. So the, all along the Mississippi River, the Mississippian culture, the mound builders, the Moors, build pyramids on the constellation of Leo. Why do you happen? Just so happens that many, many big cities along the Mississippi are named names that you find in Egypt, like Alexandria. That's not an accident. That's coincidence. It coincides, the Mississippi coincides with the Nile and they built it the same, and they built pyramids all over the place. I mean, the Grand Canyon was like Grand Central Station on this continent. You had Chinese, and you have, you know, Romans, and you have Egyptians, and you have Anunnaki, and you have Mayans, everybody going through there, it was like Grand Central, you know, everybody's got to land and come through here, and walk through here, and build in here, and you know, so there's so many hidden things. The Moorish culture and the pyramids, they know where they are. They have not just, if it penetrates the ground, the radar, and they can see stuff all the way through the earth, they can certainly see pyramids in the water of the Great Lakes and Lock Lake and Wisconsin and all of that. They know where all of this stuff is. And they've already sent crews down to them. Some of them, like originally, the uh pyramid and they couldn't get in egypt they couldn't get in because they have a force field on it this is way i mean talking thousands of years ago they used time travel to go back before it was there and get inside and then come forward and then shut it down that's how they do it they use time travel this is a time travel war everything ties to everything thank you patriot mike
0: No, you're welcome. Thank you for that. It makes a lot of sense. When I heard that interview and I heard you explain about the Moors and then uh, there was a queen in, uh, I believe it was New England. I'm like, oh, wow, the Moors. Because my mom would always, you know, she would tell me, because we're part, I'm part black and Sicilian. And she would tell me, yeah, she's like, you know, we're part black. And I'm like, what? You know, because my grandfather, he looks white. But my, my, my mom, you would think that uh, she might be Hispanic or Indian or something because she has like tint to her skin. And my grandfather's brother, man, he's very dark, like very dark. And she was explaining how I guess the Spaniards brought the Moors, which it's explained if they were slaves. And by paying them off for slaving, they would let them have sex with the Sicilian women, and that's how the black came in. And then, just like in America, the Sicilians don't like the Italian, or the Italians don't like the Sicilians because they have black in them, just pure ignorance. And when I heard you um, on the interview talking about that, I'm like, oh my god, I would love to to learn more from Gene uh, about that because. Um, and you touched on some things I didn't even know more about the the Moors to where, you know, they've got it set up in history that they were just a, a slave race or whatnot to where they have some ancient history background to them to where I'm really thankful that you came on there where I can learn more about it. Like, I'm, a, I'm one of those guys ever since I was a kid, you know, I probably annoyed the crap out of my parents because I'm always asking questions. I want to know this. I want to know that. Like, I want to know everything that's to our classified reality, where I know we don't have enough time tonight, but I definitely would love to bring you on for uh, another interview to to touch on some other things, especially some of the the extraterrestrial races, Um, because I think that's part of this awakening that is really going to be probably hard for many people, because they have closed that gap inside their brain um, from indoctrination to watching it on TV and thinking that only exists in uh, Hollywood and, and not realizing that uh, there's a lot of truth to, to what we see. And uh, Gene, I can't thank you enough. I mean, I don't want to keep you cause I can ask you a million things right now. Um, so in closing, can you let the audience and, and some of my followers know, like, how could they reach you and how could they follow you and and, and some of the things that you can provide for them to, to really help your movement? And uh, anyone out there, um, a person with a team like that, it's not easy. So um, I know there's a campaign of. I would say black hat influence to come amongst this movement and call people grifters and try to discredit people, um, which takes people away from really looking at the hard work and dedication with the information that's being provided. So Gene, I just wanna say, man, I got a lot of love for you. I've been following you for a while and I'm just uh, head over heels. That I was even able to even have uh, this interview with you. And I'm surprised I didn't stutter too much, but I probably, probably stuttered a couple times.
2: <laughs> yeah, thank you. So I did miss you know, talking about
1: the Queen of England and the Queens and Kings of England, which the House of Windsor, after 1066, took over and eradicated the House of Winslow that was a Moorish bloodline that ruled England with respect and dignity, without becoming hegemony unipolar, conquering empire. And so, the House of Winds- Windsor is goes back to through Vlad the Impaler, which you know the, uh, many of the current elites in England all are so proud of that. Um, <sighs> sick. So these people are sick, as they say on the
2: boards, um, two vampire lines, essentially. And the House of Winslow, with Norman the
1: Conqueror eradicating it in 1066 and replacing it with the, that travesty. Uh, so the House of Winslow ruled England as a monarch should. You know, before we had the structure of a constitutional republic, you had rulers that, to be a true ruler, you have your people in mind first. And administrating the wealth of the land and the pe- the peoples for the peoples so that they have the best life they can. And you take care of them and you educate them and get them as you know prosperous as possible. So when you tax a flat tax to everybody, there's more tax. There's more money to facilitate the running of the government and the land for the people. So that's how they originally did it. And then this travesty, uh, this white Aryan group of the Khazarians came in. And again, I would ask people who are pointing fingers at Jewish people, do they look white to you? The elites that are running the Jews, the Zionists, are Aryans. Do Jewish people look white to you? They're not. And in actuality, the Caucasian group, what Caucasian is, is in every species, when you get the more Caucasian you get, it's called albinoism. In every species, it's three to eight percent. But the, they focus the human race as they are focused. And again, the trick they gave us, did to us, is give us their mind, like Carlos Castaneda said. And so they're racist. And we need to not do the same thing. We need to get that out of our head. So if you look at albinos, the skin gets lighter and lighter and lighter till it also actually kind of like I look at my arm right now because I haven't been getting much sun. I can see my (laughs) veins. I'm pretty clear. My skin's getting clear. That's an albino. The skin gets so light it's almost clear, and the lips get thinner and the eyes get lighter till they turn blue and eventually pink. Selective breeding because we want to emulate the gods that created us in. Our image, as it said in the Genesis, we're going to create mankind in our image. Who's our and who's mankind? If you're creating them in your image, plural. That's not the father of all creation. So people need to wake up to the truth of that and wake up to this. That we're all one with God. I don't care if you're an albino, mostly, partly, semi-mixed, whatever. That's, you know, God loves who we are. And he created each one of us unique and beautiful and, you know, honor your culture and your people and your religion and honor each other and respect each other. And then for my websites, uh, the current, I have one website for me that a lot of the blessed service coordinators, supervisors are in charge of sections that just help me put up materials, edit materials, and also do a large part of the materials themselves because they're incredibly brilliant and kind and wonderful of service to others people with vast knowledge and wide, wide awake for sometimes 50 over 50 years, some of them. They make me look like I just got started. <laughs> you know? So the Grand Canyon decode and the uh, is coming, but the time travel decodes there and the Titanic decode and getting ready to start. Part two on that one, uh, that's already done. The Flat Earth Decode is getting ready to be done. The Soul Trap Decode, um, I call that one a Trinity, the Soul Trap, the Flat Earth, the Ascension and Rapture. I've got that one ready to be recorded. So um, we're getting a ton of, that's Decode, all one word, dot .org. And you can sign up for deep dives there. I have to have something. I don't put banners of advertisements i don't advertise any products at all so the seven dollars a month or 77 a year which is one month for free is what i use because i'm on fixed income a meager retirement from the navy and social security it's not enough with like the electric bill tripling in a month to pay for everything the websites and all the plugins and all the editing because i i'm balance the yoke so somebody edits and does something on deep dives in the team we try to help so the bless for service website has been up for a while but we are in the process of launching a completely new one that has will have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of documents and they tie directly to the deep dives from there and back and forth easily and then people can go in there once it's launched very shortly, they can go into the Bless for Service website and ask their question and will be routed directly to the Bless for Service coordinator or supervisor in your part of the world. Until that's up and ready, the old one can't do that. It could never get up to that point. So we have that one still as a library of quite a bit of material, but nothing like what the new one's going to be. And the Bless for Service has done an eloquent job like the logo and all of that you see was designed by one of the blessed for service team that took peruse picture i used to just use her picture my doggy girl and so she supports me and gives me the love i need and i can talk to her when i'm up at weird hours she understands mostly she doesn't always have a lot she can do to help me <laughs> bear the load <laughs> like i don't understand human stuff dad it makes no sense <laughs> we're telepathic completely <laughs> so uh, she's sweet but The One of the Blessed for Service team created this beautiful logo very carefully. We worked it out together so there's not any Satanism uh, unconsciously in there because, you know, there's still that cabal infiltration on our subconscious minds. So I was very careful to go through it. And the same will be true for the new Blessed for Service website. Um, But until that website is launched where people can get questions there, they could still go to my Gmail which is Colosensei, C O L O S E N S E I 6 4 at gmail.com. Make sure you put your location, city, state, or not city, excuse me, state, province, and country, or just country if it's small. So the coordinators all over the world, it can be routed to them. Like I said, many of them are more awake and knowledgeable than I am. and Many of them have gone past my abilities when they first started. You know, I have people helping me. They were, it was just a group of people to help me answer emails as I was getting flooded. And then many of them got to the point that they do it better than I do now. So they're there as that resource as well. And then also, I have a Rumble, which is when I went to go to Rumble, somebody already took Gene Decode. <laughs> so I'm real Gene Decode. And the invocation, Christ, Jesus Christ invocation is already on there, as it is on the deeps, uh, the deep dives, as it is on my social media. Uh, I don't do social media personally, so the blessed for service do that for me. I have truth social, again, is gone. so I'm real, it's kind of fits, because I'm mostly, except for my website, Real Gene Decode. So on Truth Juice Social, I'm Real Gene Decode. And on Telegram, I'm Real Gene Decode. And all of my schedule is put up on both the Truth Social, I believe, and on, it is put up on the Real Gene Decode on Telegram. So like this interview was posted on there that I'm going to do this. Certain interviews recently, I got ill for two weeks, really ill. I mean, very close to having to leave the planet ill. So I missed an interview, Brad Woosney. I'm trying to get that rescheduled. And, and he was kind enough to understand. And I canceled a decode, a couple of decodes because I was too ill. And so working through that, now getting my health back. And then once I can get to where the stress has gone forward again, it came back up a little bit, so it's making me have sleepless nights and I do decodes during that time to help me keep my head straight <laughs> That's one thing that relaxes me, bizarre as that may sound so uh, in, so those are my platforms and uh, I wanted to again thank you, Patriot Mike for inviting me to be on your platform and you know uh, sorry, it took an extremely long time to get to you. (laughs) You're so patient and understanding. I I really appreciate that. So um, I'll be getting to many of the uh, platforms that contacted me a year or two or three years ago. (laughs) So I'm finally starting to get caught up. I last night till four o'clock in the morning, because again, I couldn't sleep, uh, got through the coordinators and supervisors email on the Bless for Service all the way back to a year ago. was answering their stuff so that's how far behind i am i missed some of their stuff i have to kind of triage okay this one's extremely important do that now because i have to have that for any of you information coming up they help give me tons of information so uh many of the europe team or you know i don't know i'm not born in europe uh i been stationed in Europe a few places and gone through the Mediterranean, but they send me tons of really of excellent information and do decodes and all kinds of things on on Europe and Ukraine and all of these different things. So thank you so much for your patience, Patriot Mike, and uh, allowing me to come on and be a guest
0: on your platform. Thank you, God bless. Yeah, most definitely, Gene. Uh, one thing I've, I've learned on this journey is um, is to have patience. And I asked God, well, I, I, uh, made a, my quest with him is, uh, whatever doors you want open, they'll open whatever ones you don't, they won't. And I just try to stay humble and be patient. And, um, the universe definitely (laughs) made sure that this, uh, interview was going to happen i was very surprised when i saw the email and i'm like oh yeah i was jumping for joy and uh i I can't thank you enough gene what i would like to ask you though if you could have any of your assistants email me your links so i can put them on the bottom of this uh, video when i upload it um that'll be thankful and hopefully i can get you on again gene
1: I'd be honored and i'll have the same person that contacted you to, to schedule the interview to send all the links to you
2: so you have that and i appreciate thank you gene what, thank you
0: make sure you get you some rest now man <laughs> we definitely yeah, need you here once i'm
1: up i'm up until late so i'll probably get hopefully be so tired tonight um but I got things kind of hanging in the air over my head. I need to take care of tomorrow morning. Uh, in my morning, <laughs> my morning start around noon, <laughs> as you know, <laughs> from this interview timing. So um, yeah, I'll hopefully be able to sleep normally somewhat tonight. So thank you for that. I appreciate that.
0: No, you're welcome. And thanks again, Gene. Hopefully you uh, you have a good night and I'll definitely stay in touch. Yeah. Absolutely, and I'd be honored to come back if you want me.
2: Oh, that's a deal. Thank you.